It's the Alexandra and Friends podcast, and we're covering the everyday issues of life, health, and wealth. And as always, we have a great panel of experts with us. Here is your host, Alexandra Fincher. Hey, everyone. This is Jose Gillian, the owner of All House Barbecue, located in Louisville and Carrollton. You can find us at allhousebbq.com, and we are the proud new sponsor of Alexandra and Friends. Come and see us. Good evening. Welcome to Alexander and Friends 660 The Answer. This show is brought to you every Saturday night by Roberto Perez, Miller Title, Texas. And also we have a wonderful sponsor now on our podcast, Mr. Jose Guillen with Old House Barbecue in Carrollton and Louisville. We'd love for you to stop by, which you have been doing lately, and say hello. So we're just going to, for a minute, we're, I'm here with uh, Mr. Billy Tatum. Mr. Missing Billy again. Tatum, missing again. He's not doing well. And I guess he's just uh, having too much fun at night. So anyway, but Miss Courtney's here with us today. And Hello. I, I, one thing I noticed last night on our on our chat uh, on Facebook is that we're going to talk a little bit about uh-huh. your adventures. Huh? Here we go. Uh-huh. Here we go. You've been having adventures? Yes. No. But listen, oh. let's take a quick break and listen to the Clark family with the Pledge of Allegiance. Absolutely. Let's do it. Yes. Here are my kiddos. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. This evening, Mr. T- Mr. Uh, what is this? Why do you again? keep saying Todd? Well, the, I don't know. It's we just, don't have to mention him again. I know. Oh, we just, don't. No, just just, but I don't want to because he's listening. He's he, listening. No, he's not. How yes, he is. I know. Okay. It's because he knows that I'm talking about him. Oh. He loves to be talked about. That's true. That's that's Mr. Billy Tatum. Okay. <laughs> Hope you're doing okay. Well, Courtney, what's <laughs> happening in your life? Your oh goodness, your, what did you see on Facebook? What are you talking about? Well, I, I saw <laughs> I saw a little clip yesterday about. Uh, so I read that you went to church. I did. And that was, was the craziest amazing, thing. That was yes. Sunday. We need to talk about that. So yes, let's talk I, about it because I was with you on that day. Okay, um, good. Yeah. So I was raised Catholic by a single mom. That uh, was also forced into Catholicism, right? Made to go to church. And she wasn't like, you know, through her life experiences, she had a hard time uh, accepting what had gone in her life, right? So that Mm -hmm. jade somebody, right? Mm -hmm. And so that kind of carried over to me. And so I still had to get my first communion and my confirmation. And I had to do all my CCD classes. And, you know, you didn't didn't really get it. And, And the Catholic Church is just different because it's hard to have real life experiences based on their teachings, right? Because it's very different from than how we, we live every day. And, and I really struggle with that. So I got confirmed and then I never went back to the Catholic church again. So then fast forward to my adult life, I said, Hey, you know, church is good. I, I need to be open-minded. I would like the kids to be involved, but I'm not going to pressure them into any type of situation. So some of my kids actually pick their own church. One is a church of Christ member. The other one goes to a non-denominational got another one that goes to a Christian church down the street. I mean, they've all picked this on their own. So the last time that I had went to church was my first divorce. And, um, oh, excuse me. Yes. Yeah, so we're on, on just we're a on number. We're, we're looking for number three. So you, right. you let me know, Miss Candy. Okay. So then I had started volunteering at the church. I was really getting involved. I, I enjoyed it. And my ex-husband and I had, had gotten back together and he had moved back in the house. And one of the church members said to me that, maybe we shouldn't be volunteering anymore if we're not going to live our life in a Christian manner because we're living in sin. 100% accurate. I don't disagree with that. But I also feel like I'm here trying to do good. You have your own sins you need to worry about. 
just let me let me live. We'll come to find out that man was messing around with some of the women in the church. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyways, that put a really bad taste in my mouth and I stopped going. And so now we're here and obviously it's been kind of a crazy last four or five months. And I woke up Sunday morning and it was this voice that was saying, you, you need to get up and go to church. And I'm like, what? What is that? And it was yelling me, get up and go to church. And I was like, okay. So I got up. It was, you know, I only had like 40 minutes to get up, get dressed. And I went over to the church across the street and it was amazing. And I sobbed and wept the entire time because the message was just talking right to me. Right. And that was incredible. So, so was it back to the Catholic church? Is that where you went? No, okay, definitely not. All right. Nope. Just getting an idea. No offense, but nope. I no, just, I, I need, I need people that, um, that can talk to me like a pastor that lives life every day as a husband and wife with children mm-hmm. that can relate to what potentially I could be going through. And uh, I, Father Hickey, I love you back, <laughs> back in Rockland, Massachusetts, but I, how, how do you teach somebody how to be a godly husband and a leader of your home and a when father when you don't, you well, don't have those experiences? Well, I struggle. Uh, well, there is a way there, a good Catholic church has uh, people, a uh, lay people that are underneath the pastor mm-hmm. that will still work for the leadership and they have, they can be married sure. and all this. So there, there are. But they're not the person that, that gets up and speaks every Sunday to me and tells me their message. Either. This is true. This and is that's true. what you I have, struggled with. You have to with. be more involved with the church to, yeah. to get the, more message, more deep That's why I love my rabbi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking, I love speaking my of rabbi. Church, oh, were you finished? Uh, yeah, I'm done. Okay. So speaking of church, I was having coffee with Alexandra yesterday Aww. and walking through the parking lot to get to the front door. Guess who I see? Um, Pastor of my church. Oh, really? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's You were up here? No, I went. I met uh, met him I in, met Cedar her down Hill. in Cedar Hill. Oh, okay. Yeah, because oh, I nice. live in Midlothian. Yeah, so. I love. But what oh, you? What happened to you? Hot market. So yeah, definitely. Shout out to Pastor Very. Matt at uh, Midlothian Bible Church. Very good. But what we're talking, we're doing, having all this discussion. I think we need to bring on board our guests. Yes, tonight because sure. you're talking about dirt. This woman knows everything about dirt in the mm-hmm. Dallas area and everybody's dirt. I didn't. <laughs> what reckon- kind of dirt? Whoa, well, that's a question. Dirt and minerals. I didn't recognize <laughs> her name the first time you told me, but as soon as you said Candy's Dirt, I was like, I know her. Uh, well, I've met her before. Her real name is not really Candy Dirt. No, it's not you know? dirt. So it's not mud to- either. Yeah. <laughs> we have to find out what her real name is yes. and what she's all about because she's the talk of the town. And I'm telling you, you want to know about dirt? This is the woman that has oh, it all. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, so who is it? Her. Well, let me say, <laughs> uh, her name or is Candace Evans. I believe it's her right name. Yeah. Hello, Miss. Hello. Candy. Good How evening. Are you? Good evening. Good How evening. are you? I am fine. I'm th- so happy to be here. And well, well, I'm sorry. I just hear this chatter, and I just have to pop in. You know. Well, I'm it. so glad. Tell us a little bit about you, Candy. What well, is your real name? Well, it's actually Mary Candace Evans. It's so funny because that's I, a Catholic name. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> oh, my grandmother. Um, I just lost my last living uncle who was oh. 102. Oh, that is a great, a great life though. And he was adorable and he really was pretty, I mean, he wanted to drive up to a hundred, you know, <laughs> and uh, he was great. But anyhow, but yes, my mother um, is Romanian, was Romanian. Mm-hmm. And, um, she was an immigrant, and I think my grandmother, the story is my grandmother was half Jewish and half Romanian, but whatever, you know, they all escaped in the early part of the century. She came over here when she was 12, and um, her brothers left her, so she got married when she was 16, and she popped out 
you know, six children. Wow. And my mom was the only girl. So anyhow, so my mom was raised Catholic and started raising me Catholic, but then switched to Lutheran Mm -hmm. and Missouri Synod up in Illinois. That's not that big of a leap. No. Catholic to Lutheran. It really was, especially (laughs) that. And I remember I came home from school one day and I said, Mom, they told us that we only can marry Lutherans. Aww. And I won't tell you what she said because it's mm-hmm. probably not a lot on the air. But uh-huh. my mother was very <laughs> outspoken. And she said, you will marry whoever you want to marry. <laughs> and she called the school and had a little chat with them. <laughs> um, but anyhow, I um, am now Presbyterian because my husband was Presbyterian. And I love the church so much. We actually go to Preston Hall Presbyterian. And it is just a fabulous church. I love their awesome. outreach. I love everything they do. Um and I'm I'm just very happy there. And my daughter uh, also goes there. My granddaughter goes there. So. Very good. Oh, wow. so. She's got grandkids. Have four. I would not know. Oh, you're oh. so sweet. Thank yeah. you. By the way, the voice you're hearing is our producer, Michael Clark. Did I not he, introduce myself? No, you did oh, okay. not. So he's filling in for I think Billy I Tatum. I kind of did when I introduced my kids earlier with the oh, uh, Pledge of Allegiance. Maybe, maybe yeah. I just want to tell Billy Tatum that <laughs> you're using his seat. Yeah, you're kind of obsessed with him today. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us. Uh, so, Candy, how did you um, tell us about you, where okay. your background is? And, and then on our next uh, segment, you can tell us more about it. But right now, talk about you, your husband, your children. Okay. Well, great. so I, I've, I'm from Illinois originally, the Chicago area. And um, I went out east to school. And we're um, out east. Well, I went to Wheaton College in Norton, Massachusetts. I'm from Massachusetts. Oh, that's what I heard. I heard yeah. That. Yes. And then I went to Dartmouth for a while where I met my husband. But we. I was I was there when it was still all male. Mm-hmm. I was one of the co-eds that were just coming in as part of this um, deal they were doing where they would bring the 12 college exchange in. And so I went there and they were all male and I had a great time. I bet. A great time. I mean. <laughs> and so my husband was one of the people I met, but just kind of, you know, well, right. next, 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 you know. And so then I went to Columbia for my, ma- I went home to Chicago, worked in at WBBM TV. Um, which was Channel 2, great experience, first job right out of college, baptism by fire. The day I started, this will show my age, is the day Mayor Daly died. And that was crazy. I'm telling you, it was insane, but I loved it. So I got news in my blood. And uh, then I went to Columbia for uh, graduate school where my husband, who I'd met at Dartmouth, you know, just bypassing, went on a couple dates, was there in medical school. And I was very aggressive and reconnected with him. And then he said he wanted to come to Dallas to do his residency, and the rest is history. Wow. That's what amazing. kind of doctor is he? He delivers babies. He's an Ooh. obstetrician. Mm. Very good. Yes. So how did you get into, um, you're a realtor also, I understand. Well, I only have my, I do not sell. I have my license only because it improved what I was doing. I became obsessed with real estate as a journalist, and about 15 years ago, I saw the change coming in media where I realized that online was going to take over and print was not going to be uh, nearly as, as um, important as it, as it was then. And I, I see, think we're really seeing that now. Mm, and by sure. the way, COVID just, just lit a fire to that. I mean, COVID just accelerated it completely. So I decided that um, I actually, I'll tell you the whole story. So I took my son to his first job in California and he didn't want me to go with him because he wanted to be a big boy, you know? And I said, your mom is taking you, getting you a place to live and getting you settled and leaving you and crying. And so, (laughs) so I found a conference on blogging to go to. And I really signed up for this just as an excuse to 
tell my son that mm-hmm. I had, was doing something. And when I got into this conference, I was blown away by what I didn't know. And I immediately said, you're a journalist. you got to know this stuff. So I started learning it. And what I learned was that the that real estate was going online. Realtors were being taught at that point to become bloggers and to market their properties online, which is where people would see them. Because we're a global world. We're mm-hmm. a global country. If you want to move here from California, you're not going to go to the local newspaper and pick it up. You're going to go online to right. find your real estate. So that's what I learned. That's excellent. On our next segment, let's talk a little bit about how you got into the. You're number one in the blogging and also in use of real estate. Yes. And we'd like to talk about the dirt you know on all these people that you write about Ooh, because okay. this is the place to talk about. It's always in the house. That's right. This show again is brought to you by Miller Title, Roberto Perez. If you are going to be buying a home or changing your title or anything that has to do with title work, be sure and Give, give, give uh, Roberto Perez a call at Miller Title in um, Dallas. And so this evening we're uh, talking to Courtney. Uh, we want to know a little bit more about what she did over the weekend. I'm always interested <laughs> in her little in her little text that she does. And also we have an amazing guest by the name of Candy. Well, actually her name is Candace Evans mm-hmm. by Candy. Yeah. And but she calls herself Candy Dirt because she <laughs> knows the dirt. And I was reading her. Um, information is she can really bring it down oh yeah Ah, you better be careful (laughs) Uh she's uh she can (laughs) she can take i love your your uh, newsletter yeah what what is where is the information where people can pull up your blog and your website and all that thank you for asking you just go to uh candy stir i used to say www but we don't do that anymore just do candy stir c-a-n-d-y-s-d-i-r-t all squished together no apostrophes, candystirt.com. And you will come up with our, our site. And if you subscribe, which is free, you go in, there's a little thing, subscribe. You go in there and you subscribe. You will get it every day, only once a day, every day. And I promise we have a very high open rate because people love, you know, what we publish and we don't put like commercial stuff in there. I mean, we do sponsored posts, mm-hmm. we will, but we write them all. We do every single day. Starting at seven in the morning, usually six, I get, you know, emails from people who want to post on my site. Like, nope, 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 nope. We will, we create everything ourselves. I have a staff of writers who do that and um, everything has to, you know, pass our litmus test. And I think we keep that control that way. And everyone who, um, our advertisers are handpicked and they're people who are, we say they're curated because that way I know they're, you know, I say my home builders are people who I would hire to build a mm-hmm. home. We have turned people down for advertising. We just, I just don't want to do it if they don't feel I trust them. So right. everyone we work with, I think, is is very reputable. And there's a lot of reputable people. Do you know who we should hook her up with? Roy Ponder. Oh, my god. Do you know Roy Ponder? Yes. Pow on weather. Mm-hmm. It's one of the top YouTube sites for weather other than the major guys the major players he's got over a hundred thousand awesome. subscribers really i'd yes. love to meet him my cousin's a meteorologist oh, okay. too. oh yeah. my gosh we yeah. need that's yeah you know him very well let's get him hooked up at some point we need to sit down and put down a list of all of our guests because there's so many connections there Absolutely. that could help yeah. each other for sure we should have an event we should have that's a prior guest about, event a prior guest event and should also have a section on the website where you just yes. click and get and get right yes 
all these so things. So for that, I think we're going to have to um, bring you on board for that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. You're for you're for lease, right? I don't think that I can program. You're not like for that, lease but, for yeah. hire. He's no. for hire. Lease, <laughs> 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 not for hire. He's for lease. <laughs> but that's great networking. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's good. So, do are you? Is it just the website? Is the blog? Are you on YouTube? Do you have videos? Are you at a point where you're monetizing that? Yet, we, we no? are starting to learn to do that. Mm-hmm. We did some videos for a while, but you know, video didn't really take off with the realtors. I think for two reasons. Um, and number one is that it's hard to do and it's expensive. And then in the market that we have right now where things are moving so fast, you don't really have to hire a videographer to come and video a home. I mean, for some of the larger properties, they're, they're doing the drone videos sure. and things like that. Yes. You're going to have to, I think that. that price point would demand that. Right. Yeah, exactly. But the video, and, and I think video is still a value, mm-hmm. um, and I love seeing it done creatively. Um, what do we saw the most? We were talking, we have a, a virtual newsroom. We don't have a building. We, it's all virtual. It's called Slack. And we all connect. We Slack is one of the better places to use, for oh, sure. Yeah. And you know what? The great thing is during COVID, all these other media outlets out there were struggling because they were all in newsrooms and stuff. And we were like, we, we do. This is what we do. So mm-hmm. we were on the phone. We were on Zoom. We were on Slack. We were communicating with each other. I think it's better than Microsoft Teams. Oh, it's much better. Yeah. yeah. And it's much more reliable. So we um, we found uh, oh, a headline about a home. Uh, if you've always wanted to be a model, this is the only way you're going to get there. And it's about a home that was a model home. You know? <laughs> I mean, we love to we love to, ca- you know, find the little catch, the little catchy catch things. And things, we, yes. we find those and we, we kind of highlight them. And of course, we highlight every Wednesday. Well, I said when I first started the site, I started out with Monday Morning Millionaire, which is in the news business. You always want to kind of give people a yes. jolt. On yes. Monday, because it's like you're back to work, you know, let's kind of keep you going. And so Monday Morning Millionaire was it used to be million dollar homes. Now it's like $10 million homes, you know. And so we write about a beautiful home and everyone knows they can look forward to that. Tuesday is was Tuesday 200, still is. But oh, my God, try to find a $200,000 house in Dallas it's, now. It's not available. No, we found one the other day that I think is going to we're going to run next week. That looks like it's a container home or something. And it's interesting. It's pretty it looks almost like three containers on top of each other and mm-hmm. it's like 260,000. I'm like, yep. Oh my God, this is cheap. You know, put that one on your MasterCard, and then Wednesday, <laughs> drive it home. <laughs> drive it home. Yeah. And Wednesday, um, is our irreverent WTF Wednesday. Now, I don't know if you know what WTF means, but I always thought it meant what the fudge. So mm-hmm. we just call it WTF Wednesday. And, I've gotten a little bit in trouble for those because one time (laughs) we wrote about this home that had Cher all over the place. I mean, this guy was obsessed with Cher. I mean, Cher in the bathroom. Of all the things. Cher in the kitchen. (laughs) Cher, Cher, statues of Cher. Turned out it was someone I knew. And so I saw him at luncheon and he was like, yeah, I saw your post. Sorry. And then Thursday. That's going to happen a lot. Being a journalist, you know, you can expect that. Absolutely. Thursday, 300, Friday, four, 500, Saturday, suburban, suburb, suburb Saturday. Um, and then Sunday, we just kind of, and by the way, we post every day of the week because huh, everyone says, cause you are a nut and you are a workaholic, but also because real estate is every it's day, every, of the week. every day. And people are on the weekends looking for homes. So of course. if anyone in media is serious about covering real estate, why are they not covering it on weekends? Mm-hmm. That's what my number one question is. So anyhow, I was, I was at D magazine for years. I started to help them start D home magazine. And that's where I launched my real estate, um, 
ideas and they were very generous in giving me a platform to do that. But as soon as they give it to me, they take it away. And so finally, I just said, I need to have my own because then no one can take it away from me. Right. <laughs> so, so I started my own. Mm-hmm. So, Candy, I've been in real estate for many, many years. Yeah. I've been watching you since you first this came on board with this newsletter. Did you used to call it a blob like so many did? A blob? <laughs> I was, you know, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm a salesperson. I'm a person to person. I want to see your eyes. I want to see your nose. I want to see your mouth. And I close the deals. That's what I do. I feel like when I'm in the internet, I my soul is going away because it's not me anymore. Somebody else is there. So when I started, the reason I love reading your your newsletter because you talk, you or you write about the worst, the good, the most wonderful. But I love that you have uh, you talk about. I remember when you you wrote about um, Mary Kay. Mary Kay. I'll never yeah. forget that. The pink house, you know, everything yeah. inside. You did. You, you put stories that are bring the person to life. And that's what I like. Oh, and I like you. your advertisement. It's very, very clean. I called you several times to advertise, but, you know, I kept thinking, so now we can do trades, right? Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, don't go down yeah. that road. <laughs> we can do trades. Oh. So, well, you know, when Richard Quest was here from CNN, he asked me a fun, funny question. Well, two funny questions. One, he said, he wanted me to think about, he said, how do you avoid crossing the line? And I said, what do you mean crossing the line? He said, well, you know, you deal with all these rich, wealthy people. Mm -hmm, And, mm -hmm. and, you know, some journalists who cover rich, wealthy people sometimes cross the line and think that they are one of them. That's right. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. well, I I mean, I thought to myself, I know that is going to happen because I go home and I'm centered very quickly. (laughs) But um, uh, he never really asked me that. So I thought about it. But then the question he did ask me is he said, um, how do you tell people that something is unattractive? <laughs> and I'm sure that is, that is, it's hard. It's very difficult. And I told him, I said, well, you know, I believe that I'm an old fashioned journalist. I believe that the readers or the readers or the viewers or whatever you want to call them, listeners, um, should decide for themselves. So I said, so if I see a home with a, um, gargoyles on all the pillars <laughs> in the foyer and then the stripper pole in the master bedroom has matching gargoyles <laughs> on it. And they say to me, oh, my God, did you notice that those gargoyles match the gargoyles in the foyer? I just say, that is so interesting. Mm-hmm. And he said, do you really say that? I said, yes. Mm-hmm. I said, maybe my eyes will give me away. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, Candy, I, I remember when you broke the news of George Bush. Bush, yeah. Yes. Oh, and I, I got to work so hard on that. First thing is my friend Diane Benjamin called me. She says, He's moving right off the street from my house. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, because he was. Well, you know how that happened. That was a mom thing because, um, you know, I have raised children in this community. St. Mark, Hockaday. I've carpooled. Don't even figure out how many, you know, carpools I've done. Uh-huh. And I also used to carpool in my robe sometimes because <laughs> I would write late at night. And your curlers. And my, well, I don't do curlers, but, you know, it was a good Sometimes there you know underwear was on. I don't know. Oh no, <laughs> we just got those kids to school. You know mm-hmm. how it is. And um, so anyhow, I had one of my moms that I carpooled with was selling real estate, and she was one of the agents who sold this home. And Daria and I called her up, and she said, "Candy, it is the weirdest thing. It was like dealing with Madame X. You guys, I don't know. If you guys know, of Madame course, X. yes. Um, this is a great movie, by the way, classical, probably. Mm-hmm. And um, and she, I said, Madame X, and she said, yes. No one would commit to anything. Everything had to be secret. Said, oh, this is it. This has got to be the house that he's buying, and he's going to yeah. tear it down and build a new one. So I started looking at the neighbors." 
And as I started looking at the neighbors to call them up and do my little, you know, question thing, I noticed that the neighbor to the uh, right, north, south, whatever it is, um, was owned by a, a CPA in Midland, Texas. And I thought, Ooh. now why in the world does a CPA in Midland, Texas own this home? Uh-huh. I thought, oh my God, he's George Bush's CPA. Midland, get it? Yeah. So then I knew that they had that house and they'd bought the one next door. Next door. They'd have the two of them. So the, so I called the White or the House. Secret Service or whatever. Yes. And uh-huh. I called the White House and I said, okay, guys, I got this. I'm going to publish this. So do you want to confirm or not confirm? And they never called me back and I published. There and then, of course, go. the next morning, everything went crazy. And uh-huh. then they called me back and said, well, we were kind of hoping you would hold off on that. I said, sorry, too late. <laughs> you should have called us. Call me should've with your hopes. Me. That's right. <laughs> but it really, that story showed me the power of the Internet. When yeah. that story broke, I remember 7.02 or 7.08 p.m., I published it. And then I went to a dinner party. And the next morning, I had, you know, reporters from Paris calling me and, of course, everyone from New York and a couple of folks I knew from Columbia, you know, was, oh, that's candy in Texas. Oh, my God. She just published this story about George Bush. So everyone wanted to come and see it. And it was it was fascinating. When you said it was a mom thing at the beginning of the, the story, I thought you were going to start talking about Barbara Bush. And that would have been pretty cool, too. Oh, uh, well, you, you know, know, my daughter did go to school with the Bush twins. And aren't they adorable? Yeah. I'm so proud of those girls. I just think Jenna's precious. She was a real little handful she's adorable though <laughs> yes and she has three children now mm-hmm. yes do no. they live here well one jenna lives in new york because she does the morning show mm-hmm. right and then i think i think um her sister who just got married lives in new york too and my mm-hmm. daughter you know they all stay kind of through the hockaday connection because they went to hockaday for a mm-hmm. couple of years while they were here before mm-hmm. they moved to austin so will you be able to tell us candy who uh, the the really dirt of somebody that that we might be able to talk about is that possible well eh, like mm. who i think we just got know. into the what, what, no no i'm talking about like the worst looking house that oh. you came along you know because i saw you writing some porn real estate the, porn, so. the house porn right house did we porn. say house porn yeah oh house porn, Weird. You know. so yeah. builders once i had a very a group of very precious conservative builders and they meet at the uh at uh north park for lunch once a month and one of the guys said what is Wait, porn? don't say it yet. Let's come back on that. Oh, Let's, I'll tell you what I said. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just one, real quick, our podcast, we do have a podcast, and it is sponsored by Mr. Jose Guillen with Old Home Barbecue in Louisville. And let me tell you, you want good tasting food, this is the place to go. The, uh, the brisket quesadillas, right? Yes. yes. And, the ba- and the baked potato. Yeah. That oh. is, oh my loaded gosh, baked loaded baked potato. Yeah. And it is loaded. So be ready for that. <laughs> and it's not fattening. I don't think so. Fat free. Fat yeah, free. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. We. That's what we need to get all our people. To, all that's our, a good our, idea. All our, um, spo- yeah. Prior guests. Prior guests. We've been in, uh, our, uh, on air now one one year and congratulations four months mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we're getting growing and growing and growing. Yes. And I was noticing some of our. I was telling uh, Mr. Clark yesterday that I was able to see some of the people that are listening. They're they're as far as. We have one Russia. We had two from uh, uh, from Europe, which is amazing that listening, and some from uh, Caribbean. Oh wow! So we, we were able to see where they're coming in from. That was exciting. That you was are so cracking so me up lately, though, because every time I post something, Alexander is now linking the the page, our page, Alexander and friends, to every comment she puts down, <laughs> and I just am cracking up. I was like, oh. Yeah. 
Love her. <laughs> That's the way it's supposed cute. to be. Yes. Her advertisement. And I'm going to tell you, uh, Miss Candy will tell you, she's not afraid to advertise. Right? No, not at all. I will selfless, selflessly self-promote. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let's get back to what we were talking about yeah. before. Yeah. What were we talking about before? <laughs> oh, oh, the F word. Oh, no, that was before that. You okay. guys were starting a story about, about... The, the house porn. Was it? Is that yes. where we were at? Well, yes, well, I think yes. so. Okay, like, house porn. Yes. I don't, tell us a I don't know what that, that. is because yeah, I remember... About, she was about to say something. Okay, so you want to know where I got this house porn? That's yes. the one. Yes. Okay, so, and, and what is house porn? Okay. Yes, what is house porn? What is house porn? Mm. Well, so I was speaking to a a meeting of these very lovely conservative home builders. And by the way, I think home builders are the bedrock of America. I mean, they're such good guys for the most part. And um, they were saying, well, you know, Kenny, what what is house porn? I said, well, you know how you guys, I mean, you guys (laughs) sometimes get a magazine, go to the bathroom. And I mean, they died. They were purple, not just red, but purple. (laughs) And they're like. I said, well, you know, and you look at houses instead of women or whatever he looked at. Whatever, you know, whatever, look at. whatever, whatever you floats on. your boat. Yeah, exactly. I said, and you know, for me, it's always been looking at houses. Like I've always mm. loved homes. I think because my parents took me to look at homes or something when I was little. Yeah. I used to like draw homes and thought about being an architect, you know. Yeah. And then my poor husband, oh my God, we get to Dallas, you know, we're from a tiny apartment in New York City. And I'm like, we got to buy a house. We got to, oh my God, we've got, you know, med school loans. We got you know, graduate school. No, we're getting a house. We're getting a house. So we got a house. Then as soon as we get in that house, I'm like, we're moving again, you know, Mm. to another house. So I've always been sort of a real estate fanatic, but I never knew it, you know, because I was a journalist who was Mm going to, you know, um, you know, I, I was raised during that Woodward and Bernstein era of wanting to have the great journalists, you know, tell everyone and, 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 and make, you know, hold the government responsible and all that. So that, that's where kind of my, journalism heart was for the real really i was a house porn addict you know (laughs) (laughs) well you are very good in the business that you do in real estate because real estate is the foundation of our country oh it is whatever anybody thinks is and home ownership i am so big on that i always thought it was the second amendment well, that's true. Yeah. That's, that, yeah. But, but that's part of the Constitution, to have freedom to buy your own freedom home. Freedom to buy your own home and own your and own property. own your own it's home. It's part of yes. the pursuit of happiness for most Americans is owning your own home. Right. That's right. Right. It and is a dream. Studies show that children raised in homes do better in school oh, yeah. than they do in apartments or Agreed. you know everything. I mean, they, they've done these, these studies. And so that's why I'm so big on this. And I... I promote it politically as well as I do on my site. And I think we need to do more for making homes affordable for everyone, not just those that the ones, the ones we write about are beautiful. That's what everyone wants to look at. You know, you want to look at movie stars homes. You want to get some ideas and take it down to your home. Well, but there's a whole market of people that are renting right now and are being forced out of our area because of the crazy prices. And they would give anything to buy a $250,000 home right. and it may be laminate countertops and yes. linoleum floors. And that's that to them would be their dream. And I think sometimes, you know, we get caught up and especially now with all of the HGTV and all the things yeah. that we see mm-hmm. with the makeovers mm-hmm. and all these beautiful homes. And it's like, you know, you just want a home. You just want some place that you you're, it's yours, right? Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. It's crazy. Cause I just, we live up in Allen and Allen's just insane. Yeah. And, um, you know, I look at the house that I bought a few years ago and it kind of turns my stomach to think that somebody would pay almost $500,000 for right. this house. I paid 165 for it. Yep. It makes me a little 
nauseous. Uh, um, I, feel, I feel the same way. And there's I, there's it, no way my house is a quarter million dollar house. I bought it for one twenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but it, that's what the price is on it now. Yeah. It was funny because um, my mom had passed, and and I'm actually I ladybird deeded that into my name right before she passed, and so my ex husband number one is is purchasing it, and um, you know those homes were built for forty fifty thousand dollars. She bought it for a hundred k, and he was like, "Oh, you're gonna give me a deal?" I was like, "Yeah, not happening." Right. House is selling for two seventy five. Exactly, that's what the market will bear. For I know, it. right? Oh, and it would have been yeah. more if I had if I had not sold it to him. I mean, it's just it's crazy. It, it it's I think about our very first home that we bought. And by the way, my husband's very happy that we got on that housing train. Very, you know, when mm-hmm. we did, even though he was like, "No, I don't want any debt." Like, no, you want this debt. This is okay <laughs> debt to have. You debt. know, yes. And so we got on it and, you know, flipped it. And I think, I think we paid 65000 for that wow. house. And then we sold it for 95000 mm-hmm. And then we got into the next one. And we just kept, kept, kept doing going. that, kept going. Mm-hmm. And now we're at the point where we're going to sell the big, the big mama, you know, mm-hmm. and, and downsize. But I don't know where to downsize. And I don't know if I want to downsize. I don't know. Alexander I'm, recommends Commerce, Texas. Commerce, Texas. Really? Why? Because really? that's works? where my dentist is. She likes oh. that town. You know, that's where that's where the uh, A&M, Texas. A&M. Right. She said yeah. things are We're going to look at that school, actually. That is absolutely. We're an Aggie home. So, oh, you know, yes. but, but, you know, you. so let me just say something, because I, I deal with real estate every day. That is my profession, yes. which I love. One of the things, if you get out of the um, area or the sub sub areas of Dallas, mm-hmm. you the start excerpt. finding. Yeah. You excerpt. can go to Bonham, Bonham, Commerce. Um, South Dallas, uh, where you can go to DeSoto and still find homes in the two hundreds. Right. Well, we're talking about Midlothian is cra- because mm-hmm. that's where people are finding yeah. really great homes there. Yes. Yeah, there's and, some good deals, and they're have. commuting. And yeah, it, now and see the other thing that COVID, it, COVID changed real estate mm-hmm. dra- dramatically. It changed media. It changed a lot mm-hmm. of things. I knew what happened because it was, it was you know the change was over six months, and mm-hmm. so you cemented. Mm-hmm. So now people are working from home more because we've gotten used to that. So. Why are they going to pay, you know, half a million dollars for a home in Dallas where they have to pay the taxes mm-hmm. and they have to, you know, stay there every day just because, you know, they have closer to be near commute. Work. Mm-hmm. They're going to go out to Midlothian and find better schools there. Right. And well, let me tell you, the, the year that I moved to Midlothian, prices, taxes skyrocketed because of the new um, high school and other stuff in there. And because it started, people started being attracted to it in 2013. Right. It went from the year before it was eleven hundred dollars for the taxes on my property, and the next year it was twenty five hundred. Oh my gosh! Oh and I'm like, gosh. how how is that legal that you yeah. can charge property taxes like that? That's another story we need to talk about sometime. We probably I would suggest you bring in some guests and we talk about property taxes. Absolutely, the because they're out of control. And, and no matter what they seem to try to do with it, they, they, they can't, up. yeah, they can't rein it in. Right. And like, I think we're going to, I, you know what, let's do that in April because people are going to get their statements and they're going to freak out because every, they said, well, we didn't raise the property taxes. Oh no, you didn't raise the rate, but our values went up. Right. So we're all going to pay more. Some other number changed so yes. that we would have to pay more. I would like to see a law that would make um, municipalities have to bring the rate down if the value goes up on your property. So in other words, you're paying the same. That, mm-hmm. Why should they just get more just because the market's gone up? There's well, no Candy, reason. one of the most important things you need for that yeah. is you need to have get good elected officials oh, that, are, that are willing to make a change right. and that are willing to stick with the word 
they they promise you something, like deliver it, deliver it, right? And I and if I remember correctly, you ran for office, you I ran did. for city council twice, and you, twice, yeah. and, and but you know the my, third one is the is the one that's going to be well. The best. I think I got my rear end handed to me on this last one, so mm-hmm. I don't know. We're still kind of. You know, smarting over that. <laughs> I guess time to move into a new district. Maybe a new, a new district. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it has to do a lot with the people that oh, yeah. we elect because the, once they get there right. and nobody, there's consequences, they don't have to face any consequences. Yeah. And once they're in there, which, which is something I also would love to change, is you do not get to just have this job forever like a right. judge just because you're an elected official. Right. It shouldn't be your career. No. There should be so many years in and then you're out. Good no. mouth. We need to work on those things. And Thank that's you. very important because I agree. as long as we have people that just keep running right. and they don't and, and they're bringing all these things against the, the principles of our city, then you start having problems. You know, when you're talking about South, let's just talk about Bishop Arts. Where mm-hmm. in the world would you have thought you could buy a home in, in that area for 200000 Now right. today, you can't. Touch oh no, it's so hot it's down there. It's very yeah. hot, and, and all the develop. And oh. that was a very organic growth. Too. Yes, that was very. not a you know. It was not have, planned. Not planned. It was not. Oh, let's give them so much money or tax rebate or tax abatement. None of that happened. It mm-hmm. just was a really crunchy neighborhood. I love. Well, the first time I saw, it, I was like, "This is so cool. I love this." It's a great place to go. Have you yes. ever been? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's yes. just unbelievable. The, restaurants are yes. great. the homes are adorable. They're they they remind me of the some of the uh, the neighborhoods, the suburbs of Chicago. You know, yeah. with the the sidewalks and the homes that are kind of elevated. Yeah, it's funny though. That I love it. Back when I grew up in Oak Cliff, the only thing like that was Stevens Park and Kessler Park. Yes. But now. Yes. It's, now it's Bishop everything. Arts, yeah, Bishop Arts, and yeah. everywhere around there. And yeah. you have a builder coming in, uh, and I'm trying to think. It's, it's got a religious name that's going to be building uh, affordable housing at t- starting at two hundred and fifty thousand. You need to look him up. I would love to. Saint send, Paul, yeah. Is it is it Saint Paul? Saint Paul. It's it's I'm a religious name up. of the. Well, it's a religious name on this, <laughs> but I'll Pope get Pius it to you. I would love. It. I'm, I'm trying to get him to our sh- our show, but he's so busy. Yes, and I think that is something that we need to look at because. One of the things when we say affordable housing, I mean affordable housing that a person that makes $60,000 a year right. can, qualify can qualify. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. Because even with FHA and, and, the, and grants, it's very difficult to qualify young people. Right. It really well, is. Well, you know what we need? And I will, I will credit uh, President Obama with this. I don't know if he thought of it or someone of his, one of his advisors. But remember back in 2008, 2009, when everything crashed, mm-hmm. um, all the the wall street crash and then of course that's because they were all playing with housing you know well he came in with that first time home buyers and i remember my kids jumped at that and i said go for this because the government's offering it this is a chance for you guys to get some assistance with a a loan for only for first-time home buyers and i think we're going to have to do something along those lines on that candy we do have it we have grants for first-time home buyers and they don't have to be paid back and mm-hmm. now we have what they call county grants also, and we have the federal government grant. So I'm going to bring somebody to talk about that, and hopefully you come and join us again for another show on Absolutely. this. Absolutely. Because that's important for people to know since you are able to get it out on the public. So, Why don't you go ahead and put your website out there one more time? Oh, thank you. It's candystirt.com, C-A-N-D-Y-S, dirt.com. Very good. Dirt as in real estate. Candace Evans and her um, articles and all her paperwork and everything is, comes under candystirt.com.com. Dot com. Dot com. Yeah. Yes, that's her, that's the website. 
and we just are enjoying having her here. She's beautiful, and uh, she's dressed all very, um, uh, what do you call it? A camo, camo army. Camo army, yes. Camo army. But it's like, it's like bougie camo. It's, it not like, it's, like something, it's like something that Miss Nan would sell at the pink house. Yes. yes. Would that not be a story for her to write about oh, a absolutely. pink house? Sure. Oh my gosh, we need to tell her. Mm-hmm. She's got you and go. I kind of match today a little bit. Yes, or... I'd like to look like you a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, would that be great for us? Really really Veronica Beard. My husband said, Did you get that like at the Army Supply Store? <laughs> I said, Are you kidding? It's from Highland Park Village, honey. You know? Oh, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. So, I think it's very important having somebody like you talk about dirt because yeah. dirt is a it's, it's, it's money. It's a commodity. It's a commodity. It is yeah. a but commodity. it's also a gold mine. Exactly. If you own a property, you're you're going to have something to in return. It's, it's the way the average American builds wealth. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. And I'm all about that. And I don't want anyone to take it away from us. And I'm really worried there's a lot of movement out there. Uh, in California now, for example, oh, here's a funny story. So in California, you know, they've taken away zoning because they have such a, a housing price a crisis there. Of well, they, they have are. a housing crisis because they made too many regulations, which made the price of housing get more and more and more and more expensive. And, of course, wealthy people moved out there and I thought, the, I thought they took away zoning so that the homeless people could just live wherever they want to. Well, they, that that's probably part of it, too. And then they start handing out free crack pipes like Mr. Biden was talking about. <laughs> Yes. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> oh, my God. Don't get me started. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess we're going to have to have the, the pipe room now in the house. The oh, new, maybe we should do a story on that. That's, this is the crack pipe room. Oh, wow. <laughs> Would that be something else? What, talking about homeless, yes. the situation, do you ever do any stories on what's happening under the bridges yesterday? I see it every day. They're doing tents. They're having tents. And yesterday when I went, and I'm talking about Webb's Chapel and 635. Yeah. We need to, you need to get some stories out that there. That has to affect home price God value. affects our oh, values. Let me tell you, it, it is terrible. It affects home price value. There is a, a deal, a beautiful multi-million dollar um, section of, of um, Dallas over at Forest Lane in Central. Mm-hmm. And it's called, what is that? Um, the Lakes, not the Lakes. No. Glen, not Glen Lakes. I'm sorry. I'm thinking. Glen Lakes is over. Is over. Anyhow, so, and that's where our former city councilman lives. And um, it only gives me pleasure that he has to look at the homeless every day. Good. Because I'm <laughs> um, like, you are the one that didn't do anything about this. You're the one that let this get worse and worse and worse. Um, it's a very, it's, I think Dallas has to get a grip on it. That's, it gets political. It's a very again. sad situation. Mm-hmm. Sad. I don't believe anyone should be living on the street. No. I do not believe, I don't think it's, it's good for them. And it's certainly not healthy. Right. But we missed an opportunity with the pandemic because I think we could have used that as sort of an emergency thing to come in and move people out. And I think that, that we're going to have to do that. But Candy, there's something that there's a story here. There's a gentleman that stands on the corner of Webb's chapel and, and six I've been seeing him for the last two years, two years, every day. And she's been telling me about it for the past 16 and months. The sign says, hire me. I need yeah. to work. And he dresses up really nice. And so I stop all the time and ask him, did you interview any jobs or are you trying to get a job? It becomes a profession for a lot of these people, okay? Mm-hmm. But the problem is that after the end of the day, the junk, the the trash was so bad. Just think, if it's close to your home, the values of your home are going down. You've got all this kind of stuff. And I think that there is issues with the mayors and all that. They need, we, a lot, we have sections for, of old housing that we can convert 
and not, not give it to them free because some of these people now is they're sick. They need to go to a hospital. But this, some of these people just like living out there. Exactly. They have and to now go they to, got tents. They're giving them tents. They have to go to the drug treatment yes. and, and drug treatment or we'll give you a home. You know, they've already started converting old motels, which I think is a great idea. Great idea. Into that. And they're doing this. So it's Glen, it's Lake Forest is the area mm-hmm. that a lot of people are starting to move out of there mm-hmm. because, because of that situation. Because they don't like having. So right. the homeless, definitely, if you have to get out of your uh, neighborhood and, and people say to me, well, but why should they be immune to it? Well, I'm sorry if you've worked hard and, and all your life and saved money and, and paid your mortgage faithfully every month on the first or on the fifth or whenever it's due. Who am I to tell you that now you, I have to force you to look at something that maybe you don't want to look at. I, I just don't buy that. And I don't think the, the, uh, the government has any, um, cannot and should not bring low income housing to where you have worked so hard right. to pay for a home right. as two, three, four, five hundred thousand dollars. And I tell you, I don't care what anybody tells me, but I can move wherever I want to because I work for every penny that I make. But Alexandra, that's not politically correct. We have to feel sorry for all these people who are drug addicts and Oh, I have, we feel we sorry, feel sorry <laughs> for them, don't you? Oh, I feel very sorry. I mean, that's you know what? Yes, I but want part to of feeling them. sorry for them is making them on the same level as we are. So we have they to need be to go just to work. as poor as them. Then they can they can yeah. I I had this conversation with a member of my family the other day. Privilege. Don't tell me I'm privileged. Mm-hmm. I did You work for it. I worked for it. Yeah. I did my homework. I stayed up late and studied. I didn't go party. I didn't smoke dope or whatever that stuff is. You followed your doctor's orders and yes. took your meds so you didn't go crazy. Exactly. Well, yeah. <laughs> well let me let me, also, let me just bring an example. Here you have Courtney. She's yeah. a single mom mm-hmm. with yep. 10 children. About. About. <laughs> and what does she do? She gets up and goes to work every single day. Right. Mm-hmm. And right. that's what I expect for people to do. And right. I see. I see these young people sitting there with signs and, and or a child. My God. Chi- yeah. We see that a lot. And that's oh. super duper sad. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It or is. their dog, which I they know. bring in. Then of course I have to stop and bring the food over to the dog. And I had this guy ask me, he says, well, did you not bring me anything? I said, no, no uh-uh. the dog needs it. The dog needs you it. Don't. I'm totally with you. I, 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 I stop in every corner. My husband used to tell me, don't do that. You're going to get hurt one day. I said, well, mm. we'll see who gets, comes mm. out of it. You know? But these are issues that we need to talk about in real estate. Exactly. It is. Because it affects home values and buying. It's about life. And you know what people are doing? They're really moving to the suburbs and the exurbs. Yes. There's been a huge yes. flux. Yes. Other, and, you know, Dallas right now, the inventory is so low, so everything's great. But at some point when the inventory comes back, we're going to start seeing people go, oh, I think I'm going to weigh this home. I'm going to go out there because. But did you notice that Dallas County is the one that has most of the of the tent cities yeah yes. i don't see them in now do you see them in now the homeless are starting to get into allen really mm-hmm. yep we see quite a bit more mm. than in the last probably year and a half more than i've ever seen in the last 16 really? years i've been there and I've it's se- I've seen families some, i've seen some new tents go up along i-20 mm-hmm. near duncanville yes i saw those yesterday when i was out there they're in yeah. the woods when i we go for bike rides and stuff you can see them in the woods and then uh oh. one actually lives behind a transformer that's on the service road mm-hmm. and then there's a family that is by the chick-fil-a often didn't and we they used just, to have laws well, and I see the police out there and they, sh- you know, tell they them to move on. But I mean, what are you going to do? They keep coming back. Well, they keep coming that's back. That's when these, these departments yeah. that we are paying money for as taxpayers need to go get their caseworkers, go out there, meet with these people, say, what's wrong? How can we help you? That's what, exactly what right. What do you need help with? Because we want to help you. Well, that brings back the other story. 
short staffed, right? COVID yeah. had affected. So you have all of yeah. these people that have washed their hands of dealing with other people's problems because it's not worth it for whatever reason. And, you know, you're talking about people that are just in droves quitting their jobs and finding other things to do. And honestly, I mean, that's a hard job and you don't get paid a lot for it to be a caseworker, a social worker. I mean, people are door dashing, making similar to that, you know, so particular job, social worker has gotten really hard over the past couple of years. I'm sure. So I'm, I, I can see where, yes, the resources could be available, but you've got to have people to fill those. And then it just is a compounding problem. Yeah. And you don't just throw money at it. You right. throw some. That's exactly right. Because they've been doing that for years. Kenny, for right. years, they had, right. they, they've got all this soup kitchens and everything, giving yeah. them more incentives to just not go to work. And they, they don't have to go to work. You have a place to stay at night. And, and I think this is where we come because I want to work and I want to live in a yeah. nice home. So my privilege is that I get up every morning and I go to work. So I'm privileged because God has given me the availability. But people like, you know, that don't have that, they need to be able to go um, and and do maybe do networking. I don't know what. I, it's do. hard because I think the people in this room, right, it's of a different mindset, you know, but there's lots of people that can't physically, mentally, emotionally mm-hmm. get up and put one foot in front of the other. And that's that's hard for us to understand because we're like, we're going to put our big girl panties on and we're just going to make it happen. And that is, that is a hard thing. Um, And when I think about people around me, I'm like, I got to tone it down. Right. I got to tone it down because me trying to give you the pep talk isn't going to work because that's not in your nature. And so you can see how people can tend to slide into depression. And and it's really hard to create new pathways in the brain and get used to something different when you've been stuck in that for so long. Right. I get it. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And but I'm saying don't ignore that. Right. No, get help. Sure. I mean, need to no matter what, that. there is some sort of help. And it could be now that we've had COVID, but there's mm-hmm. Teladoc. I mean, there are people that you can meet virtually. There are groups on social media. I mean, there are definite ways churches. to get exactly churches. churches. Yeah, there are soup kitchens at churches where the soup isn't free. You have to stay there for a counseling session or a sermon or something mm-hmm. and get your life on track. Right. But well, I think it could help. I'm sure absolutely. it's helped many people. Candy, I think you can write a story about that, and we will work with you on that. Because <laughs> I'm sometimes, sure you can write a story about anything. It, well, yes, <laughs> but very seldom you write a story about a house that's fifty thousand dollars, and and uh, because nobody wants to know about it. But let's we, do wrote, it. we wrote about one once that was fifty thousand dollars in East Dallas, and I ran out there to to put it on my credit card. But <laughs> yeah, but no, we we do write that. We are audience likes the the mixed. glamour the glitz and the mix but we do try to get that in there that's kind of been my formula and yes you're right there are so many stories to write about i just can't keep, keep up with that's it right. all but we have our wonderful staff of writers how many houses in detroit did you go buy 10 years ago when they were like a penny <laughs> or a dollar i tried to get the national association of realtors by the way who we've won a lot of awards from we talked about that's awards right. before um i tried to get them to please have a conference there in Detroit, especially mm. we should have done it years ago when everyone was selling, you know, those great homes out yeah. there. I knew someone who went out there and bought a home. Yeah, me too. Got yeah. really? amazing deal. Oh and my and gosh. a Victorian, beautiful, mm, beautiful historical homes. Yeah. homes so. They're doing that in some other states right now. But Candy, while we, while we have you here this evening, can you tell us a little bit? How, I do 
see the advertisement on your uh, newsletter. Oh, that, well, Can you talk a little bit about yes, that? Yes, we, um, we have to pay the bills, of course. and We, we have, do, too. <laughs> we have to pay the bills, and we have to pay our writers, and I do pay all my writers. And, um, you know, most of them are, are um, contract labor, but I have three full-time writers. So, and I have to get paid a little something, you know, just oh, to come on. put my, you know, lipstick on, which I think I forgot today. <laughs> but You look um, beautiful. Oh, thank you. But um, so we work by advertising. We either sell display ads or we sell ads on our newsletter, which is so full. I'm trying to find a ways to put more space on there, but I don't want it to become too commercial. So we have the newsletter ads, we have our display ads, and we sell sponsored content, which means we will write a story about your home for you. And we also do romance for realtors for them if they want us to write about a listing and then they take it and they use that. So we're doing that. We call that um, content marketing services now. Do the romance for realtors does it include the house porn or well, I'm just curious. It is. It is total house porn. It's like a whole love story. You write you, and you and clients actually ask their realtors sometimes, can you get candy to write our house up? Very good. Well, they can get in touch with you by calling Absolutely. you or... or I'm just go on our website because I have a, a email right there. Okay. The What's link. the website? It's candiesdirt.com. Wow. C-A-N-D-Y-S-D-I-R-T dirt.com. Well, it's been an amazing evening. We've had amazing uh, guests and we want to mention our guest from last week, Dr. Edwin Flores, oh. who was our guest and he was amazing and we're looking forward to the next week. I forgot his first name, honestly. Edwin but Flores. He was a great guy. He was running yeah. for. He's running, running for. He's a good guy. Dallas County, County Judge. Judge. Yes. Oh, my, oh God. my God. Thank yeah. you. Thank well, you. Thank, thank you so you. much for listening to Alexander Friends. This show is brought to you by Miller Title, Roberto Perez. And our podcast is brought to you by Old House Barbecue and Mr. Jose Guillen. Locations in Louisville and Carrollton. That's right. So we want to thank you, Miss um, Candy Dirt. Miss Dirt. It's pronounced dirt. Dirty. Our dirty candy. Dirty candy. <laughs> wow, I like that. Well, I hope you come back again and, uh, and join us on our show. And Courtney, oh, thank you so much you. for being here this evening. Thank you. Sorry, we missed um, Billy. Mr. Billy. Billy. And thank you, Michael, for a great job. Yes, thank you Have all. a good evening and you thank bet. you. Hey, soy Jose Guillén, dueño de All House Barbecue y patrocinamos el show de Alejandra y Friends. Nuestros dos lugares están en Carrollton y Louisville. Nuestra página web es allhousebarbecue.com. Vengan a vernos. You've been listening to Alexandra and Friends, the podcast. Reach out to us on Facebook at Alexandra and Friends or write us an email, alexandraandfriends660 at gmail.com. Be sure to mark us as one of your favorite podcasts so you never miss an episode.